Good evening, grave robbers, and welcome back to the television graveyard. We are your TV necromancers, Lara Prince and Noah Houlihan, and we have come here tonight to examine the spirits of past television shows, to find out which ones could be resurrected, should be resurrected, and which ones should just stay doomed. This is a podcast in which we analyze the history, the hype, and the aftermath of shows that ran only one season, only one episode, were banned, or, you know, whatever. With me, as always, is TV's Noah Houlihan. You saw my wife in her bathrobe? Wasn't it horrible? We are doing, uh, we are doing the Rocco's Modern Life episode, Leapfrogs. Leapfrogs, yes. Uh, this was a banned episode of Rocco's Modern Life, uh, featuring a lot of Miss Bighead. And uh, before we get into it, let's pour, pour one out. out. All right. What do you got there, Laura? So I went in uh, two directions for this one. Cupid mm-hmm. is a major player in this, so I made a pink drink. Right. Uh, but at one point, Bev Bighead serves Rocco lemonade that is far too tart. Yes. So what I hear, have here is lemon seltzer with tequila and just like a little bit of grenadine mm-hmm. garnished with a lemonade straw candy. Yes. That I literally just happen to have. Right. Um, and like its namesake, it is way too tart. <laughs> Excellent. It is mo- like you get a little too much tequila taste out of it. Mm-hmm. So it's not very sweet because the lemon seltzer, unlike most juices, doesn't really like cover over it. Right. So would you like to try it? Yeah, did you give it a name? Uh, I will call this the uh, the Bev Big Head. The Bev, Bev Big Head. It's very tart, but it's actually quite good. Yeah, it's not. There's not too much tequila. It's just the lemon seltzer mm. uh, doesn't cover over. I just almost spilled this whole thing on my laptop. <laughs> Can you imagine having to call out of work tomorrow? Because work from home now, I yeah. my laptop. Yeah, boss, I uh... <laughs> I spilled tequila on my computer while talking about a Nicktoon. I really wish my boss would be, like... <laughs> Surprised in any way. ...thrown by that. Uh, so I uh, I took a uh, some ice and a bit of uh, pineapple juice and some blue curacao trying to make some green and then i threw it on a blender and uh, threw in a little bit of grenadine for some redness and i call it bev big head in a blender that is nasty looking would you like to try some uh, sure too bad it is too thick to drink <laughs> you I, know what's really good i've yet to take a sip it, guys it, if you're <sighs> It's, it's, it's solid. It's like a, a, a blizzard from it looks the Dairy like a, Queen. It looks like a Slurpee. Uh, legitimately looks like a blue raspberry Slurpee. What's great is it's starting to become layered because all of the heavier... You put so much ice in the blender. I did. Some would say too much. I think I would say too much. You are some. All right. You tried. really would like to drink. Would you like a spoon? I think I need a spoon. I'll grab you a spoon. All right. Spoon break. All right. And we are back. I have a spoon so I can actually try my drink for the first time. So get excited for this audio taste test. No. 
Control. It's cold. Because it's just blended ice and the... What, like... The blue curacao and the pineapple juice are already sinking to the bottom. It looks like a Slurpee. Does it taste like a Slurpee? No. Does it just taste like cold? It tastes like cold and with a touch of pineapple juice. Proud Mm. of you. Don't be. So let's talk about Rocco. So it starts off with this like, it, it starts off with a, so to speak, bang. A bang, yeah. And, like, it starts off with, like, suggestive dialogue. Yes. And we are shown that Bev Bighead is watching a romantic film. Yeah. And we see extremely graphic tongue kissing. Well, it starts off with this dialogue of, like, these two wolves that are, like, into each other. Yes. And I'm expecting, once the camera moves to the TV... They're, the gag is that they're not talking about something sexual. They're talking about something else. And in this one. But instead, they kiss and then you see their tongues like darting in their cheeks. Yeah, like they're kissing and you can see like bulges in each other's cheeks of where their mm-hmm. tongues are. And you're just like, whoa, that's a lot for a Nicktoon. Yeah. And Bev is like watching it. And then she looks down at a picture of herself and her husband, Ed Bighead. And goes, Ed, we should take another cruise. Mm-hmm. And Ed has nothing to deal with, nothing to do with this because he's busy waxing his lips. Yeah, the big heads always are shown doing like gross hygiene routines. Okay. Like, they're always kind of gross. Okay, so it's just a gross thing. Yes. I was like, does this, does this joke make sense? And so, like, is this a frog reference I don't get? No, like, there are. People who wax their upper lips because they have unwanted facial hair. Right. But I don't think that's what he's doing here. Yeah. It kind of looks like he's like car waxing. And he, he, he comes out and he's holding like a caulk gun. Yeah. I was like, I, I don't understand Because he's not doing this. like hair removal wax. It's a cartoon like the big heads are gross. Right. And Cupid is kind of hovering by the window watching. Yeah. And, you know... We then see Ed Bighead, like, scraping his tongue, and it's disgusting. Yeah, like, he's, like, pulling flies off. The Bigheads are frogs. I think that's important. And... (laughs) If you've never seen Rocco, they're frogs. Bev's like, Ed, come to bed. Mm -hmm. And trying to, like, be seductive toward her husband, and he is having none of it. And he gets into bed next to her, and she, like, goes, like, hey, Ed. And he's already out. Already asleep. Start audibly snoring already. So Cupid, who is a naked pig. I yes. think that's also important for you to understand. Everyone in Rocco's Modern Life is an animal of some yes. kind. Usually not as naked. But this naked pig is like, I'm going to shoot... Pretty naked pretty often. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to shoot Ed Bighead with an arrow. And this way he will love his wife. And he shoots him with the arrow. And Ed wakes up and says, we're almost out of creamer. Or something? We're almost at a mouthwash. Mouthwash. And uh, Cupid, not to be dis- d- uh, deterred, hits him with another arrow and spends the entire evening shooting him with arrows to no effect. Yeah, and like the sight gag is really well done because you see mm-hmm. him get up the next morning and he's just covered in arrows as he goes to work. 
and Cupid is pissed, and like Bev is just so sad. Yeah, because she just she wants to feel like she says this out loud, so there's no like kind of uh, dancing around it or innuendo or anything like that. She's like, a girl likes to feel attractive, that's all. Just a a little attention from a man once in a while. A little attention from a man. And then she sees Rocco. Aren't I a beautiful woman? And then she sees Rocco. So there's no, like, getting around what is being said here. No, like, she wants male attention. She wants male attention and then sees Rocco, who is just mowing the lawn. It's this very, like, we talked last week about how there wasn't, like, a universality to root removal. Mm-hmm. Weirdly, Leapfrogs does have something relatable, but not relatable to the audience for Rock yeah. Modern Life. Like, this is something that is, whenever you see, like, a midlife crisis on in fiction, mm-hmm. the female version is usually wanting to be desired by men again. Yeah, and midlife crisis. I was quite a looker in my day. Midlife crises are a a big children's cartoons plot point, usually. (laughs) You know, I know you're being sarcastic, but usually we do see midlife crisis in kids' shows, but it's played for laughs, and it's dad. Yeah, it's like, oh, dad's gone crazy. I feel like I distinctly remember Clarissa Explains It All. Having her dad go through a midlife crisis. Yeah, he. He. I remember him in like hammer pants. Yeah, like it's that you know you are no longer young, mm-hmm. and it's very interesting as the millennials start to like approach that in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. Can we have a midlife crisis if we were never like if we never grew up? <laughs> like, think about it, because usually the midlife crisis manifests in. Wearing, like, super young uh, clothing. I swear to God, I went to Target and saw a dress that, like, my babysitter owned in the 90s. Our, our midlife crisis is going to be, oh my God, I've, I've never owned a nice suit. I don't have a good resume. Like, we'll, we'll go the other way. It's like, I haven't done anything corporate. I've been wasting my life having fun and being youthful. There's nothing in my bank account. So Rocco's mowing his lawn and Bev like waves to him. And Rocco totally innocently waves back. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of the like fateful, he has now paid attention to Bev. Yes. And whereas we, the audience, know that he is just kind of waving to her because she's staring at him out her window. Yes. She takes it to mean he is interested. Mm-hmm. So we get... A very strange shot where Rocco is looking at his lawnmower or like filling up a bag with leaves and Mrs. Bighead's leg kind of comes into frame in a suggestive way. But it is so poorly framed because like the top of Rocco's head is cut off. And I was like, why didn't you just draw all of Rocco? I think they were trying to obscure like... The shot of the sexy leg is such a, like, stock cartoon shot. Yes. That I think they were trying to do that. hmm And make it intentionally kind of weird and disorienting. Maybe. Because, like, Rocco is not enticed by this either. Rocco is weirded out and disoriented. hmm 
So, like, I think it's supposed to put you in Rocco's place by making you be like, something's wrong. Yeah, something's wrong. Maybe. That makes sense. Either that or I just covered over a mistake. (laughs) You're welcome, Rocco. So, uh... She's also dressed like... She kind of looks like the outfit Julia Roberts is wearing in Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman, yeah. When she's a prostitute. Yeah, she's got, like, the the belly shirt. Like a pink top, yeah. And she offers to pay him to do some odd jobs around the house. Yes. And he tries to demur and go, like, no, 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 I have stuff to do around here. And she's very, very insistent. She just screams now. Oh, you're doing such a nice job with your yard, Rocco. I was wondering, perhaps you'd like to earn a few extra bucks helping me with some odd jobs. I could really use a man around the house today. Well, actually, Mrs. Beakhead, I've got quite a lot to do around here, and I've only... Now! Now's good. Yes. So, the the first problem is she needs help with a VCR. Yes. And uh, she can't figure out how to use it, and it's because it's unplugged. Yes. Which is that very, like, oh no, help! Yeah. Can't figure it out. It's like a porno trope. Yes. So, the, the fact that Rocco does no plumbing at any point is kind of like a surprise to me. Well, he I, goes into her bathroom. That's true. Um, but... The he gets it to work and they start watching a documentary that was in that was already in the VCR, like set to the right moment. Yes. And do you remember what the documentary is? The Mating Habits of Toads. It, it is the Mating Habits of Toads, which it's important to mention that the big heads are frogs, so this is just pornography to them. Yeah, it'd be like if you were like, "Come over, we're watching the Mating Habits of Humans," uh, and two. Do you remember what type of toads it was? I do not. Camel toads. Yo! Yeah! I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, no. It's like camel toe. If you, if you didn't get it. Oof. Mm-hmm. And... But that's the type of joke Rocco was known for. Like, choky chicken and stuff. Yeah. So, uh, the VCR doesn't work again. This time for real. Yes. Like it malfunctions. And Bev goes, this has never given me trouble before, ever. Yes. Immediately subverting like it was never giving her trouble. Yeah, giving away the gambit. Uh, But then she like looks in and there's actually no tape in there. Yeah. Because then she gets her eyes stuck on the reels of the VCR. It's a very cartoon site gag. Yes. Uh, Which I think is funny. And like... She, her eyes are like on the ground and her eye, her optic nerves are like gigantic. Mm-hmm. And then Rocco uses the remote and rewinds yeah. and sucks them back into her head. Back into her head. Like very cartoon yeah. physics. Mm-hmm. So then uh, she asks Rocco to like go to the bathroom and get rid of a spider for her. So he walks in and there's just a spider like on the can. Yeah, taking a dump. And then that's the end of that. Being like, do he goes like, do you mind? <laughs> and just shuts the door. Like a weird sight gag. Mm-hmm. And then this was like, this was the weird one to me, the lemonade gag. Yes. So Miss Bighead is just like, I'll give you some lemonade since you've been working so hard. Which she doesn't have him do like any more like tropey stuff of mm-hmm. like, 
clean the pool or yeah. like yard work where he'd get all sweaty or anything like that. Uh, and he's going to get him a lemonade. And because she's a frog, mm-hmm. she seasons it with flies. Particularly Spanish flies. Which is an aphrodisiac. Is that what it's supposed to be? I thought it was a sedative. No, Spanish fly is a, uh, it's not like, it's supposed to be a sexual stimulant. Okay. It's not, um, it's not proven. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things that's like always been like, it's like the old wives tale of like eating oysters. Or the green M&M's. Yes. Gotcha. And, but it's a, it's a pretty high level joke that little kids won't get. Well, it's a very well written joke in that, like, the joke of, oh, she is a frog. She would drink flies is enough for a kid to laugh at without knowing the truth about that joke. Yeah. And it's very, um, it's very, Raku's modern life to do a joke this way mm-hmm. of having that multi-layered joke of she's a frog of course she eats flies and then the Spanish fly joke is for like the older siblings or the parents were like yo yeah. so he like it's too tart for him yes and she is embarrassed and tries to add sugar to it and then ends up falling into the blender yes and becoming the drink that I'm currently eating with a spoon. Yeah. Oh, barf. And then, um. It's not bad. No, uh, I meant the big hit in the blender, literally thing. Because sure. when she falls into the blender, two of the flies come out and do a vaudeville sketch? Yes. Hey, Mr. Fly, what's red and green and goes 100 miles an hour? I don't know, Mr. Fly, what's red and green and goes 100 miles an hour? Then they turn on a blender. Yes. And and murder her. Well, uh, she was trying to murder them, too. That's so. true. But, like, the, I definitely had the moment of, like, who is this for? Because, like, vaudeville acts is not something a child is going to get. You know, I disagree. Yeah. I feel like old-timey vaudeville was something that, like, we knew about as a trope. Like, we'd never been to vaudeville, but, like... Yeah. I Just knew- people in pork pie hats and striped, like, jackets in general. Because at this time, like, they were still showing Looney Tunes on the TV. Mm. And, like, they were still, at this point, showing much older cartoons. In a way, they don't anymore on TV. They don't really show, like, the Merry Melodies or Looney Tunes cartoons. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disney doesn't show, like, the old Disney cartoons. They're only really showing, like, the new Mickey Mouse ones. So we had more of like that weird cultural awareness further back of just the cultural osmosis of, I know what this is because it's like in my lizard brain of other cartoons I have had these like vaudeville. Mm -hmm. I also feel like Hey Arnold dealt a lot with like these older tropes. Hey Arnold was post-Rocco's Modern Life, but it kind of makes me think of that. So then Bev tries one more thing. She asks Rocco to help her zip up her dress. Yes. And it's this, like, little red number. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, because it's Bev Big Head, the dress doesn't fit. Yeah, so he struggles to zip up this dress, 
and he's pulling so hard that he ends up ripping the dress off of her. So, assumably, she's naked? Yeah. And then he zips something up he, with no effort at all. He zips up his eyes. Yes. Which is another great... Uh, and there's something to me so funny about the fact that he zipped his eyes up vertically. Mm-hmm. Instead of, like, horizontal, the way your eyes work. Yeah. The fact that it was an upward motion, for some reason, was so funny to me. But they're in the bedroom. And Bev asks Rocco, like, do you like my eyes? And he was like, they're lovely. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, touch them. Yeah, and, and he says they're soft and veiny? Soft and lovely. Oh, I thought he said veiny. Oh, no, veiny. wait, let me check. I, I think he says veiny. Uh, oh, I have soft and lovely, but you might say soft and veiny. Yeah, he, she, he does say soft and veiny, you're right. But, like, it's very much... An analogy for... For boobs. breasts. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, he's so uncomfortable, and then Bev asks him for a foot rub. Yes. And her feet smell so bad that he, like, flings up into the ceiling fan and cartoon physics. Yeah. All of his fur comes off. Yes. And then she goes, You shaved for me? Whoa! Whoa! (laughs) Like, that one was like, man, I don't... (laughs) We're not playing innuendo anymore. This is just like clear statements here. Yeah, I was like, ooh, this is ugh. And then like somehow Bev gets flung into the ceiling fan too. Mm-hmm. And she gets so dizzy she throws up on Rocco. And that's the only time they cut away. They cut away because you can't show vomit. So then like Rocco wants to go home. Yeah, so Bev is gonna wash his shirt for him. And he's just gonna go home shirtless. Yeah, I mean he lives next door. Yeah. Like, I guess it's not that far, and he's male, so, like, his upper nudity is not taboo. And Ed walks in just in time to see Rocco shirtless getting money from his wife. Yes. Like, he's a gigolo. Yes. And... It's not what it looks like, Mr. Bighead. And then Bev, trying to make her husband jealous, kisses Rocco. And Rocco dies inside to the extent that his body just falls apart. Yes. And Mr. Bighead, like, doesn't even care. He says the quote that uh, you say yeah, at the beginning. Like, you saw my wife in her bathrobe! Isn't it awful? And then Bev gets upset, and Rocco takes pity on her and goes like, yeah. You're like, you have quite a Bev Bighead here. Yes. And kisses her hand and, like, kind of gives her the attention she needs. Yeah, and then runs away, trying to get Mr. Bighead to, like, appreciate his wife. And he does. But, like, I guess you could take it that he's aware now that he saw how poorly Mr. Bighead was treating her Mm -hmm. of the true situation. Yeah. But it could also mean that he knew all along. Yeah. There's like, hmm, she's trying to sleep with me. So it ends with uh, the the big head's going to bed again. And Ed apologizes to Bev. Mm-hmm. And they smile. And she goes to like turn off the light. And he goes, not so fast. Bring out the plates. And so they skeet shoot the with plates. plates with his tongue. With his tongue. Uh, and, then and, she- then, and then the lamp. And then the lamp, and then a toilet, because toilets are funny. Mm-hmm. And then they both see a fly. Both go for it, and their tongues tie themselves in knots. Yes. And then we hear, oh, Ed. And we pull out from the house, 
And then we see fireworks and a happy Cupid who presses his butt to the camera in a heart shape. Mm. End of episode. Do you remember seeing this live? Like, do you remember seeing this as a child? Yes. So do I. How was this banned? <laughs> um, so they didn't get around to banning it for quite some time. <laughs> like, they they aired it a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's kind of how, uh, it's kind of how, um, Nickelodeon would work. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nickelodeon would not get around to banning things until parents got mad. Right. Like, they they were just fine with everything, and then eventually the censors would be like, what? <laughs> you were showing what to who? And I I think there was an implicit... This was during the Wild West days of Nickelodeon. This, yes. This aired in 93. Mm-hmm. So, Th- this was only Nickelodeon's third original programming. Or third fourth. Nick Club. Or, yeah, yeah, fourth. Fourth after Ren and Stimpy. So, I think it's very interesting when you look at it as parents didn't really catch on that not everything on Nickelodeon was appropriate for kids. Mm-hmm. There was this thought of, it's on Nickelodeon, it's fine. Mm-hmm. This happened to my parents with uh, Ren and Stimpy. Yes. I was watching Ren and Stimpy, Happy as Clam, and then my father watched an episode and went, what? Mm-hmm. You've got to be joking me. And then uh, I was no longer allowed to watch Ren and Stimpy. Uh, they didn't have to worry about me with scary stuff, because Are You yeah. Afraid of the Dark? I banned from our home without mm-hmm. needing to. Uh, I, I wasn't allowed to watch Are You Afraid of the Dark. Uh, I wasn't allowed to watch Ren and Stimpy. And I know I've said this before, but I remember when... The first three Nicktoons came out, which were Rugrats, Doug, and Ren and Stimpy. August 27th, 1991? Wow. Okay. And then I remember when they, like, debuted, I went and talked to my cousins about them. August 11th, but I got the year right. And the <laughs> That's month. impressive. I went to my cousins to talk about it, and I was like, I think Doug's really funny. I really liked Rugrats. Didn't like Ren and Stimpy. It was just a bunch of flashing colors. I remember saying that because it was like Ren and Stimpy was so much and overstimulating to me that I didn't comprehend anything from it. And then eventually my parents banned it. And then I remember watching the first episode of Rocco, which is about a killer vacuum. Yeah, Sucko. Sucko. Uh, <laughs> wow, that's your, your yeah. lizard brain. If you in. can't turn off Sucko, turn to page 37. <laughs> if... <laughs> 37 has been sucked up by Sucko. Check page 18. Prepare for death. (laughs) I loved it. I loved it. And my parents banned that and I never listened. And I always watched Rocco anyway. I don't think my parents ever watched one of the bad Roccos. Mm -hmm. Like, I think... I know my mom didn't care for Rocco's Modern Life, but like I don't think she ever watched like this one. Yeah. Uh... According to TV Tropes, this aired at least twice before, like, the censors realized what they... I have a very distinct memory of watching this, Mm -hmm. because I remember the end where their tongues get tied together, and, like, thinking that was really funny, and I remember the plates bit and stuff like that. I can tell you for sure that I watched this episode and did not know it was about sex. Yeah. 
So, like, as blatant as I am saying it now, like, this is blatantly about sex, I can tell you right now that child Noah totally missed it, despite how obvious it was. I remember the Spanish fly joke. Really? Because I remember not understanding. I was like, why are they Spanish? I was like, is lemonade Spanish? <laughs> no. Like, because I'm a little kid, and, like, I was that kind of kid where I would have been like, everything must have a reason. Yeah. Are lemons a, Me- oh. are lemons a Mexican import? Like, that's a thing I would have done when I was that age. I never would have gotten that Spanish fly was an aphrodisiac. I wasn't that kind of kid. Speaking of everything should have a reason, there is a part in this show we didn't discuss that I don't understand and I won't explain to me. Why is it when Bev Bighead opens the refrigerator to get a drink, there's an elk in there? I don't know. What is that about? I genuinely do not know. I was like, moose in a fridge. No, that's not a pun. Elk in a fridge? Like milk? Milk in the fridge? Because it happens very quickly in the beginning. And I'll like, and it's just kind of like in there holding stuff. And then later on, when she's looking for the sugar, it's what kicks her into the blender. Yeah. So why is there an elk in the refrigerator? Search this wiki, moose. Yeah, there's not really a a reasoning for it. Okay. (laughs) Rad. Um, it was so jarring that when it happened the first time I looked at you, like, what the fuck? What was that? What's weird is I bought it and I was like, this, it's a weird universe that's fine. But, and like, then I didn't think it was weird. The either. fact that it came up later, I was like, this is important. Why is there an elk in the refrigerator? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sad to hear you don't have an answer for I'm me. sorry. I genuinely don't. And I, I was uh. looking it up. All right. But yeah, like this was one of only two shows or two episodes that got banned for content. Other ones had pieces cut. Right. But these, this was the only one where like there was nothing left of the show after you cut everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one was Heaven a Handbasket because there was a lot of like hell and Satanism references to in it. Uh, I remember that one very clearly as well. Uh, now, when Nicktoons, the channel, started airing, Leapfrogs was back in rotation Briefly. Really? And then they must have remembered it was bad. Oh, oh right. This episode. But having a handbasket was totally there still. Well, uh, what I remember of that one is... Uh, <laughs> we should have watched that episode because that episode's wild. Uh, Heifer chokes on a piece of chicken from the Chokey Chicken mm-hmm. and dies. Right. And he goes to hell. And for some reason... The Grim Reaper makes him go on a game show, and he has you to get... You're thinking of a different episode, believe it or not. Oh. Oh, okay. Because the one you're thinking of is to heckin' back. Yeah, where he has to get six, six, six points? Yes. That is a different episode. Is, is this still the one where he chokes on the piece of chicken, and Rocco has to go inside of Heifer? And they're like, your punishment is you have to watch your friend die in your four stomachs because he'll never make it through alive. Um, so there's so many of them. <laughs> uh, Rocco was a weird cartoon. To heckin' back is when, like, the devil has the seven deadly sins. I'm a gluten. 
I am a gluten. Because you can't say glutton because he's an idiot. So, uh, yes, uh, to heck and back is the one where Rocco goes through his stomach. Okay. So there's other, there's the other one. I think it's more satanic. I'm thinking of the wrong satanic episode of this children's cartoon. Yes. Ah, uh, I hate when that happens. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's this episode. So, let's give it a verdict, I guess. Stay doomed. My God. This was a kid show. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. But it was definitely not something I'd be comfortable with the children in my life seeing. Even though, like, we know as kids we didn't get a lot of the real bad jokes, it's still a kind of a lot. Like, I got it when I when I watched it as a kid, I didn't get any of the sexual jokes. I just thought it was, oh, poor Rocco has to do all these jobs for Miss Big Head. And she, she's mean, and Rocco's nice, and, like, I totally missed it. Which means I was an idiot as a child. No, uh, I will say I knew that Bev was trying to get Rocco's attention romantically. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really, like, I had this very little kid view of relationships. So I thought she was going to divorce Mr. Bighead and marry Rocco. Because <laughs> I don't know what sex is. I'm five. Yeah, right. Like, the first time this aired, I'm ten days shy of my sixth birthday. Yeah, I, I I just thought it was like she's forcing Rocco to do these odd jobs. No, I got that there was How weird romantic, but I thought like she wants to marry Rocco because he's nice and Mister Bighead's mean and gross. Like, not only did I not get it, I I not got it to such an extreme. Like, I guess I didn't know who Cupid was at that time, so I did not understand this naked pig that was shooting arrows. Uh, I, it was just flashing colors. I didn't get it. Uh, so with my adult eyes, I, I would have to say, yes, yeah, stay doomed. This is not for kids. As an episode of Rocco's Modern Life, it's a decent one. It's fun. Uh, it's not the best episode. It's a, it's a series of sketches instead of telling a story. Yeah. Um, but it's fine. <laughs> In the end, it's fine. Stay doomed, but but it's fine. It's way better than last week's episode of Rude Removal. Yeah, it's definitely... There's still jokes in this. Yeah, they definitely do a better job um, making this work. Mm-hmm. But, it, like, this feels more like the curio you'd see at Comic-Con. Yeah. Like, oh, this is the one Nickelodeon didn't want you to see. Yeah. And where you can be like, okay, I can see what the writers were trying to do, and I can see why Nickelodeon said no. Yes. Yeah, I understand why this was made and why they thought they were getting away with it. They did. <laughs> Narrator. They did not get away with it. So, that's going to do it for Band Episode Month. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, do we want to pay homage to those that we did not get a chance to dig up? Uh, sure, if you'd like. Yeah, this is something that we used to do from themed months. Uh, there's a lot of Pokemon episodes that we could have done. There's Electric Soldier Porygon. Uh, there's also the very important episode, Safari Zone, where Ash catches like 20 Tauroses. Mm-hmm. Or Tauros. 
that was banned because the person who owns the Safari Zone kept pulling a gun on them. Oh. Uh, and there's the- a lot of shows that were banned for one line or one mm-hmm. moment. Yes. Uh, uh, I mean, Pokemon has the one episode where Breast or uh, where Jane. Ooh, hi, Freud. I just said it earlier. Uh, James of Team Rocket wears inflatable breasts and enters a bikini contest. <laughs> uh, and also, there's one where they kidnap Santa Claus, but they didn't air it because it featured Jinx, who looks like uh, someone in blackface. Uh, Cow and Chicken, we did not do Buffalo Gals. No, everyone talks about Buffalo Gals. We didn't need to. We had also already done Rude Removal when we were deciding on our last episode, and Mm -hmm. we didn't want to do two What a Cartoons. Yes. Uh, I'm trying to think if there was any other cartoons that we brought up. There was a Ren and Stimpy. Uh, We were considering doing uh, one of the Family Guy episodes, Screams of Silence, the story of Brenda Q., uh, which we've seen. Mm-hmm. And if there's demand for it, we will do an episode on it at some point. Yeah. Because I want to talk about this eventually. Yeah, that's that's a rough watch. In like a therapy reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I may speak to my therapist about that show. <laughs> um, Invader Zim's episode Door to Door, which was pulled right after 9-11. Yes. Uh, that's when we discussed doing and then we ultimately decided to go with Rocco because we have more... Uh, childhood attachment to Rocco, so we chose him. Yeah, there was a couple 9-11 ones that got pulled for showing buildings falling and such. But yeah, uh, it was nice to be here in a themed plot again, which we yeah. haven't done in a while. So we'll be leaving the uh, band episode plot and we'll be heading back to the reality show plot next week. Yeah, not for a theme month. Just- not for a theme month. Just coming up next, it's Murder in a Small Town X. So be sure uh, to look below for a link if you want to watch that before next week's episode. Yeah. Also, if you want to have a say in what we're watching, be sure to check out our Patreon version 1 and get excited for version 2, which is coming soon. Links are, of course, below. Hell yeah. Where can people find us? You can email us at thestaydoomedshow at gmail.com or on Facebook and Twitter at staydoomed. And you know what? By the time that this episode goes out, I should be able to say, check out BattleRoyaleRoyale.com for our upcoming video game competition we are doing in January, where you can win $500. Yes, and all proceeds, uh, beyond the prize money, obviously, uh, go toward the Trevor Project. Yeah, so be sure to check that out as well. That's BattleRoyaleRoyale.com. Every day is worth fighting for. Absolutely. Did I say where can people find us? You did. I did. Sorry. I got through my drink. (laughs) You didn't even get to the part where there's liquid. I know. You know all the, like, blue curacao is probably still at the bottom. Well, listen. (laughs) If you know why there was an elk in the refrigerator, (laughs) I'm at Plus Two Comedy on Twitter. If you want to discuss your memories of early Nicktoons... I'm at Stay Doomed. Until next time, stay doomed.